It's Monday morning, 9.30. It's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined, as I always am, by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. I'm not even pretending to have an apron on. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's just because I drove over to your house, that's why. (laughs) In August, you don't want extra layers of clothing, certainly. That's right. Although we are having a mighty cool August so far, I must say. Yeah, there was one hot day. You, you're, uh, it's hotter in your hood than it is in mine. Yeah, I think I'm just farther from the ocean. Yeah, it's just always five or ten degrees sometimes. Yeah, t- not, not usually not ten, but I mean, I, I remember that super hot day last year when it was, you know, above a hundred. That that really really hot day, but it was a hundred and twelve out where I live. Whoa! And all my neighbors, all their thermometers said the same thing: a hundred and twelve point eight. Yikes! So hot. Yeah. My well. trees are still recovering. Yeah, some things didn't. Yeah, yeah. Our, uh, certainly our uh, vegetable gardens took a big old hit. Yeah. Weather like that is so rude to uh, tender things. <laughs> like <laughs> me. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I like the hot weather. Um, I wonder what you've been cooking these days. Well, um, a lot of salads. Um, the lettuce-type salads, and then also, like, you know, potato salad and tabbouleh and fruit salad and just all kinds of salad cold things. I haven't really made anything hot except one night I grilled the steak and cut it up and put it over a salad. <laughs> <laughs> That's th- a great way. Yeah. And then um, because I had coleslaw and potato salad and uh, broccoli salad, I uh, made a hamburger one night, hamburgers one night. And so then we had a hamburger with all the other salads. But yeah, yeah just a lot of salads. It's It's been kind of a picnic summer for Linda and poor Dale. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's perfect for summer. For two reasons. One, because it's, it can be too warm to cook. And two, because everything you want to make a salad out of is just perfect right yeah, now. Yeah. It's just perfect. Yeah. So Even things, you know, like that are just coming, like beans are just starting. They're yes. kind of late this year. And yes. Oh, so good in a Niswa salad. Shell peas. Um, also, lately, it seems. I mean, they're not as early as the snap peas, you know. No. You know what I've been doing that... Um, isn't fresh from the market (laughs) is just when I want to make sure something's cold like a potato salad sometimes I put peas or corn in my potato salad I put a lot of vegetables in my potato salad I do a vinaigrette I don't do a a creamy I I mean I can do a creamy potato salad but I usually feel like that in the winter you know Uh or a hot potato salad but um, I'll just take frozen corn or frozen peas and put them in when I'm about to serve it just to make it colder if we're going to have it outside I think it's safer you know yeah and so um, yeah. I've been doing that. I've been using them as little cold packs. That's <laughs> such a great idea. And they're delicious when you bite into them and they're really cold. Yeah, yeah. They're really delicious. I don't think that um, potato salad outside and, and mayonnaise-based dressings outside are dangerous like they used to be when I was a kid because the uh, mayonnaise is stable and doesn't go off. I mean, if you're making your own, maybe you don't want to be having it at room temp for very long with a lot of eggs in it and stuff. But I think there's enough stabilizers. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Then in they commercial make it, yeah. mayonnaise that you so can get away safer. with it for a picnic and not be too paranoid. Yeah, I always heard it was the potatoes that were dangerous. But then I think potatoes are famous for not 
holding well at uh, warm temperatures. Yeah, or just, you know, because, but then you boil the bejesus out of them for like 25 minutes. You'd think the dirt would be killed if there was any <laughs> dirt in there, you know. <laughs> I don't know. They tend to go off. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's their angry reaction at having been (laughs) ill-treated. I'm not sure. You boiled me for 25 minutes. Take this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've been making a lot of fruit salads because melons and berries, uh, um, I'm unable to resist and I need to consume, you know, I feel uh, compelled to eat as much as possible quick before they're gone. A year's worth. Yay. Yes, exactly. (laughs) This week. Exactly. So, uh, and even uh, like nectar, I've had some really nice nectarines. Yeah, I had some really good Rainier cherries. I think they're so good. They are. Yeah. They are. And you can have those or you can have uh, filet mignon because they're the same price. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they are so good, and they're so, the uh, season is short, and, you know, you just sometimes you just have to go for it. Yeah, anyway. Really, really um, have you had anything good cantaloupe? Yes. And uh, there's Hermiston cantaloupes now in our local markets, yeah. and they're much more reliably ripe. Yeah. I've bought six in the last, like, maybe 10 days, and they were all really mealy and mushy, but the, oh, yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, I, just, I haven't I had I can't that. get a good one. Wow. I don't know what the problem is, but um, I've had really good watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing the fennel salt and lime thing on oh. them because that's what we do. Let's remind everybody about the fennel salt, because if you haven't tried it, it's the season, and it would be good on any melon. Yeah. Yeah, it works on cantaloupe, too, when it's not mushy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you take a, a dry fry pan and you just um, toast some fennel. It doesn't take long, maybe a minute, maybe two minutes, and you um, um, put the fennel seed in there, and then it'll just start popping, and you can smell it, and then it's done. And the difference is when it's not toasted, it's very woody. If you chew on a piece of fennel, it'll be just like chewing on a little tiny piece of wood. It's it's It doesn't splinter. It just like, it's like mushy wood. And then when you toast it, it's, it's really um, not crisp. What's the word? it's toasty toasty yeah anyway (laughs) Um, i don't know crisp is the word okay that just sounded wrong to me sorry (laughs) but um um, then you grind it up like like you would grind coarse ground pepper just in a spice grinder or pepper grinder or something and then um what i do is i have one part fennel ground up fennel to two coarse ground fennel to two parts salt and then um you just sprinkle a little bit on the watermelon and then take a little wedge of lime and squeeze that over the watermelon it's really, really good. It is so good, and it elevates something that's scrumptious on its own to uh, divine, really. And you can do a mortar and pestle with the um, toasted seed, too, yep. if you don't have a spice grinder. Um, it, it's it's a really worthy thing to do. And, you know, I haven't tried it on anything but melons, but I'm wondering if it would be good, like, sprinkled on corn on the cob or something. Oh, it might really be good really idea. good. I have fennel salt and I have corn on the cob. I'm going to try it tonight. I think it would be really good and maybe even the squeeze of lime. <gasps> tomatoes. Oh, yeah, definitely tomatoes. <laughs> oh, yes. Look at us branching out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Are we hungry? I don't know. I wanted to say about fruit salad, I uh, ran across... Um, it, it was called a fruit compote in the recipe, but the thing about it that uh, intrigued me that I tried and was really quite lovely was the dressing for it. And um, so it's just any kind of summer fruits that you want to put in a salad, but um, they used um, 
um, some jam. The recipe said apricot jam, but then um, I think any of fruit jam that you love would be really delicious here. Uh, a splash of white wine oh. or brandy or any liqueur of your choice and a little uh, lemon juice. Mix it all up. That's and a really good idea. Yeah, very very, very delicious. So the, the proportions are equal amounts of jam and white wine, and then um, uh, about half that much lemon juice, okay. or to taste. I mean, decide what you like. But it's really good drizzled over a, a bowl of fresh fruit right before you're going to eat it, because otherwise, you know, everything starts macerating like yeah. crazy. But it is really lovely. And if uh, I've been doing a ton of fruit salad, which I almost always just do fruit mm -hmm. with nothing. But, you know, on the fourth night of that, <laughs> trying to get away with it, looking like, oh, it's something brand new. So um, I recommend it. I, I really like that combination of uh, jam of your choice and a little white wine and lemon I wonder juice. What, I wonder what honey wine and, le and lemon would be like. Ooh, I bet, it'd be good. I bet it would. I bet it would. I bet even the spicy honey would be good. I think it would really be good. I think fig jam would be good. Or, I mean, strawberry mm -hmm. or blackberry. Anything. You're right. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think lime would be good instead of lemon? I always like lime. Yeah, I do too. I got to say, I don't know that lime is necessarily as all-purpose as lemon is. Yeah. Like, you can always use a lemon yeah, when you safe. need the yeah. Yeah, you know, acid yeah. in something. But... um. But I really like lime so much. Yeah. And I there is a, a, a pumpkin soup that a recipe that I really like. And um, the garnish for it is a lime sour cream. Oh, really? It's just got it's sour cream with uh, just some zest and some uh, uh, juice squeezed into it. And then... Uh, swirled into this bowl of pureed you know pureed squash soup of any kind is very rich mm -hmm. and it needs some kind of fat I always think and I like a little pad of compound butter or something on it it's a wintry kind of thing but uh, also the sour cream serves that purpose yep. and the lime really cuts the through the um, real richness of the soup and makes a, a great combination it sounds really good. Georgia Schrode has a, a coleslaw recipe I make all the time that is just so good, and she uses lime instead of lemon. So she uses, it's about a cup of mayonnaise, about three tablespoons of sugar or honey, and then um, you squeeze the juice of a whole lime into it. Uh, you put in celery seeds and um, black pepper. But it's just, man, that lime is so good. And then you just have a bunch of shredded cabbage, and then you cut apples up. Just, just ah, nice. to match sticks and and but just that lime is just so refreshing and sometimes I'll use some zest too if the lime juice isn't super limey mm -hmm. limey <laughs> <laughs> yeah so delicious summer <laughs> I'm uh, summer hey you know Teresa De Lorenzo I do so she's she gets all these like um you know how doctors have journals of medicine yes she gets like journals of farming and oh. so they all have really super long names. And so and she always says, you know, I was reading in, and then it's like, blah, 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 the other day, because she doesn't want you to think she's lying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, like, thank you for that journal's name. 
Like she just can't say. I was reading the other day. It's always she always cites her as the source before she even gives. Well, it. but um, she said that that they were doing research with turkey eggs, uh huh, and trying to figure out what their applications are for cooking. Have you ever heard of cooking with turkey eggs? I haven't, but I also don't know anybody that has an exhaust inexhaustible yeah. source or any kind of source. Yeah, of it's turkey so hard eggs. even to get you know a lot of duck eggs on on the coast yeah. here. But what she said is what they were best for is creamy things. Like she said, oh. it made the best creme brulee like on earth. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Wouldn't we love to try that? Yeah, yeah. But I've never, I don't think I've ever even seen a turkey egg in a like city store. You I'm know? guessing that they're even bigger than duck eggs. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. And so any recipe you have would be tossed out the window. Well, I mean, you would have, have to, weigh to it. yeah, yeah, yeah you would have to weigh it. And there's all those conversion things online. I think a large egg is like 50 grams. So that, that part would be easy. But isn't that interesting? Yes, very. Yeah. And what happens to all the turkey eggs? I think they turn into turkeys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, poultry lays a lot of eggs if you let them all turn into well, and, more poultry. But yeah. maybe they don't. I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe like they how don't. some birds, some chickens do and some chickens don't. You yeah. Know, like, so maybe they don't. Yeah. Maybe that's why. <gasps> okay, well, who out there knows something about turkeys I'm pretty sure and their true. habits? I'm pretty sure it's Teresa De Lorenzo and all her journals. Well, <laughs> her, let's, her journal. let's yeah. quiz her. I know I'll have to ask her more questions. <laughs> What about this turkey thing? That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. But it just, it piqued my interest when it said creamy things, because I love making creme brulee. I mean, I think it's just delicious. Creme caramel, all those flan, they're yeah, just delicious. They and are. They could be creamier. One of my favorite kinds of uh, dessert, for sure. Yeah. I um When I was in Minnesota, I went to a Mexican restaurant and had some flan, and it was it was just weird. It was like there was maybe a lot of gelatin in it or something. Oh, yeah. But it was very, um, not even panna cotta-y, someplace between panna cotta and cottage cheese. It just wasn't good. You know how you're like, oh, flan, and then you're like, horribly disappointed. <laughs> first, first world problems. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I mean, there that is one way to go about flan with ge- gelatin, I think. I, I At least that's what it tastes like to, to yeah, me often. Done, yeah. But a flan without that. When it's done properly pr- cooked. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You know what? I wonder if something happened because in, it was a deli. So it had that we ate in the restaurant and then the deli got flan to go. But there was some flan that was set up, and then there was a whole bunch of flan that was absolutely liquid, like it was like a glass of milk. Oh. So I wonder if they had some kind of setter-upper, stabilizer-type thinger uh. that they put in, and they put way too much in one and none in the other. So I wonder if that's what happened, because it was extraordinarily bad. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just iffy. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so um, I went up front and I'm like, I have a complaint, you know, because I wanted to tell them about the liquid flan. And so then the cashier kind of backed up and then from behind her popped this manager later, lady and she said, was everything too yummy? Oh, oh, <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> and bold. <laughs> totally made my day. <laughs> I have a complaint. I was being sassy. I mean, I wasn't like, yeah. I didn't have like a true mad face on. I <laughs> Uh, is everything too yummy? Yeah, that is <laughs> annoying when that happens. <laughs> I want to take a quick sec to uh, let everybody know that Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN and North Coast Food Web. And as always, I highly encourage you to check out those two websites for uh 
treasure troves of cool information. That's kmun.org or northcoastfoodweb.org. See what's happening in the radio and food verse in our world. Um, I I came across this. I love zucchini. I love just sautéed zucchini. Yeah, I do too. I just love it. I yeah. could eat tons of it. I probably have in my life so far. Um, but one thing that I discovered that was different that that and I've done it just sautéed in a little oil or a little butter or mm-hmm. something and call it good, salt and pepper. Um, I've also done a, like a breaded thing and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, all of the standard stuff you could do, uh, but. The, this recipe that, that I found, uh, well, first of all, it ca- a call for a Korean zucchini. Are you hip to that? No, and I've never even heard that or seen that written down, Korean zucchini. Yeah, I know. I so know I don't know is. about it, but it um, calls for, the recipe called for one of those or two of ours. Okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah. they're big, obviously they're big. And that's so funny, two, two of our zucchini. I mean, that could be anything from something yeah, I know. that's like three times as big as your thumb to three times as big as your arm. You oh, know? <laughs> I love those little baby zucchinis well, and patty pans and all of that stuff, all the summer squashes. Yay. Yeah. Uh, but this is just sliced zucchini, just like you normally would. And if you were going to coat it with something and pan fry it, uh, you dredge it in flour and um, and then make uh, an eggs, you know, batter. And the interesting thing about it that was unusual was that uh, when you whip up the egg, you add a little bit of oil and some fish sauce. Huh. And then uh, dredge it in flour and okay. pan fry it. Yeah, because I'm just used to just eggs or eggs in a little bit of water. Right, yeah. exactly. So um, uh, the fish sauce is just, you know, it's like an umami bomb. Yeah. It, it really, really, really good. And then they made this fabulous dipping sauce, which was not revolutionary, but always delicious. Soy sauce, rice wine vinegar, a little tiny bit of maple syrup, some gochujaro, the Korean chili flakes, and um, sesame seeds and scallions. Sounds really good. Just, you know, that you that's such a universal dip, dipping sauce, but with the... Um, pan-fried zucchini that had a, that little bit of fish sauce in the mm-hmm. uh, egg wash was just so good. Mm-hmm. Really good. You know how you make salad rolls and then you make a dipping sauce and that's what makes them good? Yeah. Marianne Merckx, when she um, boils her noodles for, you know, those um, tapioca noodles for yeah. the inside or rice noodles for the inside of the rolls. Like the glass noodles? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. She does um, She does kind of that same thing. She puts seasoning in the water that she boils them in so that the the noodles have flavor. Her salad rolls are better than my salad rolls, and I think that that's why. Wow. And so then you What can, a good idea. Yeah. So you know how, like, if you put sauce in your salad roll and roll it up, then the wrapper gets soggy pretty, yes. pretty fast. Yes. Like, they don't even hold a day. But, um, but what she's doing is just flavoring the water that she boils the noodles in and um that's i think pretty genius yeah it is that's so brilliant would i ever think of it no thanks marianne merck (laughs) that's a great great idea well salad rolls that's another thing that's very summery yeah i I think i really like them and you can just put anything you want in them yep so um i um i go to the restaurant supply store to get the the um the wrappers and they come in like a frisbee looking kind of oh right thing. but I, I think that they probably have them at the grocery store too. they do but but they do they're dry and so yeah. what, what I do is I have a big bowl of warm water and I just take the 
the fragile thing. It's it's not super fragile, but I mean you don't want to be snapping on it. No, <laughs> but it's tough. Yeah, and um, I use um, paper towels, so I have a, a pretty wet paper towel, and I lay it down, and then I dip the the um, the disc in water, and then I turn it over, and I dip it in water again, and I put it down on the pretty wet paper towel, and then I put another pretty wet paper towel on top of it, and let it sit for about a minute, and that works for me pretty reliably. Then they're always pretty much exactly how I want them, and then I roll up the um, in- innards like a, like a burrito, uh-huh. and it, it sticks to itself. You don't have right. to worry about... Um, like fastening it with toothpicks or anything like that. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I really like them. That's a good way. I saw an interesting, and I haven't tried it, but um, I just saw it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that uh, they took, uh, that the the thing was they took those discs of uh, wrapper that are still crispy mm-hmm. and put them on a hot grill just the way they are. On a hot grill? Yes. Like you would do a tortilla. Okay. And, uh, turned it um, after a minute and turned it and then um, built the uh, what you would normally wrap up in it on top of it, sort of like an Asian pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, the people that were eating it were raving about how tender and crunchy it was. And, and really? Yeah. So oh. that's a whole other thing I had never thought of so doing it with it. So sort of like a tostada? Yeah, it looks like a tostada. So, so it's just like one layer of the stuff of the wrapper, and it's crispy, and then you put the stuff on top. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. But instead of soaking it and rolling it and yeah. making it at that really um, tender uh, spring roll kind of thing. Huh. Th- yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Never I'm ever heard of doing that. Well, maybe we should try it. I'm scared. Something <laughs> new. No, it's not in my rotation. <laughs> oh my gosh, my rotation sometimes gets really small. Like so few things that you can't even really call it a rotation. <laughs> it's a back and forth. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Did I do this yesterday? I'm that way with poached eggs for breakfast. I, I just, I try to only do them every other day, but um, I, I'm lucky that my husband loves poached eggs. And so he's never insulted if they show up in front of him at the breakfast table, <laughs> but also they are just so fast and easy and, um, I'm lazy. And you like them. Yeah. Yeah. When you were talking about that crispy tostada spring or uh, salad roll thing, it reminded me, you know, I got my mom's recipes recently, and there's yes. so many recipes in there for the salads with the broken up ramen noodles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was so intrigued with that, and I think she just wanted to make the perfect one, so she every recipe she encountered, she saved. I oh, wonder what so was, oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. Well, you're going to have to do the research on which one is best. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have to. I, I never like. I mean, I just never liked them. Oh. They just weren't. Man, I used to love them. In the old days, uh, the Gearhart Market that was there for a million years. I love that place. um, Yeah, and they had this cool deli, and uh, the girls at the deli made uh, Chinese chicken salad that had, uh, you know, little chunks of uh, ramen noodles in it. And I loved it. And they, uh, and the the ramen noodles from the kind of ramen that we would all find easily here you know, that's so cheap, um, works well because those things are very sturdy. (laughs) And so if you're making them for a deli case, they hold up all day long, um, all through the, until the salad's gone. 
and it, you take them home and you put it in the fridge and you can eat it tomorrow and they're still crunchy. Yeah. Uh, but there are kinds of ramen, if you go to an Asian grocery store, there are kinds of ramen that come with cooked uh, crispy noodles. They're mm-hmm. crispy noodles, but they've, they've been deep fried. And so they're a snack item. I mean, you can just pull the cake out of the package and just eat the noodles on it yeah. and that would be really good for a salad like that if you were going to eat it right away yeah that would be really good yeah it would be delicious I think that's it. The, the noodles for me were just too hard i just yeah I, they I are i didn't enjoy them yeah so. yeah well you have lots of recipes now i sure do <laughs> <laughs> have you i mean you certainly you haven't been able to go through all those recipes yet no i've just been like, like i think i mentioned before there's so many with almond and orange because that's what mom liked then so i've just kind of been laughing at all the almond and orange ones <laughs> Are there, it, did she have a method uh, for, I mean, are they in categories or anything? They sort of are, yeah. And and so that's good. It's it's like main dish and then um, hot dish. That was funny. The hot dishes, like casseroles are separate from main dish. Uh-huh. And then um, salads and desserts, just big, broad categories. Uh-huh. So, but kind of exciting. I, I totally The handwriting love it. is the most fun part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have some really old ones from my grandmother and my mother. And and actually, um, anything that was ever on a recipe card has gone into a file box. So I have in that uh, three by five card box, I have recipe cards from many people, including me writing something down. Mm-hmm. So the... The handwriting is the way that I go, oh, this is from, yep. you know, I recognize yep. this writing from whoever. Yep. It's very cool. Yeah. And it's funny, I was thinking about that recently, how with email now and texting, I don't know my friend's handwriting anymore. Oh, you know, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And so when I get something handwritten in the mail or a check or something like that, I'm like, oh, I don't know her handwriting. I feel really bad about that. You know, I've yeah. known her 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm not sure that uh d- do schools teach cursive anymore I heard they didn't but I haven't been in school for a while yeah <laughs> me either I'm asking like <laughs> because I'm unaware of what anyone's learning right now uh in in some ways so much more than I ever learned and in other ways uh some gaps like not knowing how to write longhand which I think is uh I don't know it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Just like learning math, you know, like memorizing the multiplication tables, which w- I had to do in third grade, um, isn't really necessary anymore because you have your you have all the math in the world in your hand, yeah, yeah. in your phone. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. You know what we never do? What? We never give our, our listening audience homework. Oh, do we have some? Well, we should give them some. Well, we should, we should go make them do our bidding. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they're representing us at an auction. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make this noise. It'll make a different. Do our bidding. Well, we just what? This is my this is my confession that. I never know what we're going to talk about, and <laughs> 10 seconds after we talk about it, I can't remember what we talked about. But it seems to me like just a few minutes ago, we said we should ask our uh, listeners about what? I think, how about just um, in the next couple of weeks, cook chicken some way you haven't before. <gasps> yes. Cook chicken a different way. What do you think of that for homework? 
I think that that's a really big challenge because chicken. Yeah, we've cooked, we, we always cook it the same ways. That's right. Yeah, you out there. I'm pointing at my microphone. Oh, yeah. You. Marianne was all startled. She said, what, what's she pointing at? I'm pointing at my microphone. Am I in trouble? <laughs> no. You out there. Cook chicken a different way in the next couple of weeks, and we will too. Linda and, wants you. Yeah, we will report so, back. All right, we will. You and I are both um, um, tasked with coming up with something inspirational <laughs> with chicken. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mostly I'm cooking chicken for my ancient little dog Aww. who just had his annual physical and a, amazingly, I think he's going to last. I invested in a case of canned food. That's how <laughs> confident I am. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh. Well, and I know that that's a big thing because you amend it with all kinds of stuff every day. Y- you know, how are we going to, um, are, are we going to tell people to send it to our email? The uh, chicken recipes? Sure. Is it foodtalkkmun at outlook.com? Is that it? <laughs> I believe it is. <laughs> now, now, see, really. <laughs> okay. Sing us out. We'll come up with something. <laughs> Just go make some chicken, okay? I'm driving my vegetables. I'm driving my green edibles. I'm driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli. I'm driving my cauliflower. Driving a bushel of